Hello and welcome to Leashed Dad's podcast. I am Jared. Hey, I'm JJ or Justin. Either one. We are two Leashed Dads that get together to discuss our everyday life while chained to our parental responsibilities. And tonight is the last episode of 2023. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the year went. I assume I lived it. Couldn't tell you if I did. <laughs> you know, it's just it's it's just one of those years, kind of like 2021, that just gone. It's like you know, honestly, it's like every year, it just disappears. Yeah, I don't know. I feel 2020 dragged on for obvious reasons, but um, we don't talk about those reasons. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So yeah, tonight <laughs> we are going over our accomplishments for 2023, uh, you know, for the podcast as well as ourselves personally. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I hear things are a little, a uh, little nuts by you. Are is everything all right? Yeah, it's nuts. Kids don't know yeah. how to take care of kids. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, try to take an hour away, and you get chaos. Well, explain an hour away for. Oh, get get an hour away. Yeah, as such. At least, you know, maybe not necessarily always an hour, but at least get some time away, like, to do this. Um, Yeah. Doesn't always happen that way, uh, as you've seen in past episodes, um, with, you know, baby making appearance, which is fine. Um, But doing our best. It is Christmas vacation, so hopefully they can last. Especially when there's that three boys to <laughs> take care of a little girl. Um, and if worse comes to worse, you know, she'll still make an appearance. N- never, never putting that to shame. I love when she makes an appearance. Because um, she does make, I think she makes the makes and breaks the show sometimes. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it's just a little chaotic right now in my house. Uh, which is whatever. But um. It happens. I've, I've it, had it a does. Few nights myself. I'm surprised you actually kind of made it on time this night. Uh, Natalie's home. Uh, she's not working today. Oh, she is off tonight. Okay. Well, that that helps. So, yeah. But it is it is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, my luck has run out. Where Sam actually has to work tonight, uh, unlike the past two Wednesdays where I've had the opportunity to escape, um, and she's been able to watch yeah. the kids. So. Uh, I knew it was going to happen. Uh, I knew that that was going to happen um, eventually. And I was actually expecting it last week and not this week. But, you know, it is what it is. So house is in chaos, but that's OK. Maybe. But, you know. I'll be right back. Hold on. OK. Uh, so uh, while JJ takes care of his uh, insane household, uh, I guess I will start off uh, with my week. Uh, it really just has been uh, another one of those that um, kind of just flies by. Uh, you know, uh, instead of stressing over big picture uh, projects as well as uh, just big picture ideas like I used to, I'm really just taking each day at a time uh, each moment at a time and each, each task at a time, just piecing it one by one instead of letting myself get carried away. 
which uh, actually uh, on the plus side, not only reduces my stress, but reduces, uh, it, it feels like the day goes by quicker when I just focus on individual little things instead of the big picture and uh, things going on that I can't control. So, uh, oh, oh yeah, and, and there's a little one, as we just mentioned, with cute hot chocolate and donut pajamas. Yes. Yeah, so, she's wearing uh, uh, She's all ready for bed. Nice. Yeah, I was just <laughs> telling these kind people that um, I was, uh, I was just, it's been one of those weeks where uh, it just flies by. Uh, and I was explaining, I was explaining why, you know, I just take it day by day or by hour kind of thing. So uh, Christmas went well. Uh, I'm not going to be, yeah. not going to bring up the shortness of it. Let it go. Anyway, so, but no, it was nice. It was great to spend time with my family. The kids love their gifts. Uh, we got Antonio, so he's home. And uh, got, you got to see some of the mom's side of the family. Uh, and at, that was Saturday. It was actually either Saturday or Sunday, but we started a new tradition. My cousins and my aunt and uncle, we decided to start a tradition of after Christmas lunch, we played cribbage. I, I don't nice. know how to play so uh, my my aunt next to me, uh, I have two other cousins that uh, are just smidge younger than me. So uh, it's it's good to have those guys growing up, and it's good to reconnect with them. But yeah, I love cribbage is fun. I really enjoyed it, and I will definitely bring out my board that I have laying here uh, and, and learn how to do it some more. I I got the gameplay itself. It's just the point counting system I still need to get in my head. Work on. Yeah, because I wasn't the one moving the, the pegs. That was my uncle. Oh, your uncle moved the pegs for you? That's so nice. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. If you get once you start getting more and uh, better and better at it as well, or you start playing against people that are less forgiving, um, like so, I play. Sam plays. Um, our friend Matt plays cribbage. Like he is big into cribbage. Like him and his dad will play it. Those two, when it comes to points, they can look at your hand and be like, bam. They're like, yep, that's uh, 12 points. And I'm still wow. like, they've already, and not to mention, they've already counted their hands and pegged. Yeah. And they're, and I'm still sitting here trying to do it. So I know your pain in that, in that sense. Um, like, I know the points. I know how the point system works. It's just still making sure that I've got got everything, and they're like, "Yep, confident." Yeah. And they're confident enough to say, "This is what you have." Oh, and because they could, they could be jerks and just say, and just leave it as it is, as you count your own points, and then you know you can have less, you can count less than you actually have, and they could just shut up yeah. about it, right? And then they can, yeah. you know, if if you want to play that way as well, they like if you count points and you miss points because this is an actual thing in cribbage. I think if you like play in tournaments and everything or competitively, if you count and miss points and the other like player or players, because you can play three, three way cribbage. Um, we played four. That's difficult. Unless yeah, you're doing was. teams. Well, but, oh, so, yeah, sorry. Um, it was teams. It was teams. Yeah. But you can, you can do three people cribbage. Um, okay. But, uh, if if they wanted to be that way, and you miss points, and they catch it and be like, "Yep, no, nope, you've got that. You've actually got this." I believe they can take the amount of points you've missed. Shut up, really? I I'm pretty sure that's how that works. 
Man. Uh, okay. If if you have a smartphone, I would say download a cribbage game app uh, to help practice. Okay. I I do have a cribbage a cribbage app on my phone. Um, it's different. Don't touch. Don't touch the. I have to do that. Um, it is it is slightly different because uh, you can it can like they'll give you tips and tricks on if you do easy mode like it's give you like easy uh, normal and hard or whatever expert um, and at like easy I believe I haven't played used it in a while but I think if you play an easy it can help you count the points as well. Or there's options to do that. Or there's options to do this if you do miss points. Uh, the, and you only play against the computer. Yeah. So that's, that's also the thing. But um, yeah, it's just one of those things. I recommend play. If you want to get better and try to learn more about it, that's definitely a way to go. Uh, it also okay. teaches you your suboptimal play. So if you had a hand and you played it this way, uh, at the end of the game, it'll t- it'll show you like the summary of the entire game, it'll say these were your suboptimal plays because you missed, you could have had this many more points. Okay. Based on the way you played versus the way you should have played. Um, It's interesting to see that way, but it's not always, you know, the way it works. Um, No, I mean, Christmas though, it was great. Uh, Kids had a good time. Uh, We've tired ourselves out from it. Um, from Saturday to Monday, we kind of just did a lot of things. Um, Sunday, we spent over at Sam's aunt's house, uh, my aunt-in-law. Um, and then Sun or Monday, uh, we had Christmas at our house with a big group of people. And by big, I mean we had uh, our family, our, Sam's aunt, Sam's uncle, and then uh, three other people. And mind you, our house is small. So, um, right. and then we ended up cooking like eggs, bacon, and hash browns for everybody. So it was, nice. I went through four packs of bacon. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's what, four pounds? Yeah, roughly, yeah, about four pounds of bacon. Sadly, you know what? There was some left over. Usually there's not because Darn. I can, like, be, between my family, like just the kids and myself and Sam. We go through two pounds alone. So the fact that there was four, that we went through four pounds and still had some bacon left over, oops. But we didn't have any eggs left over. We didn't have any hash browns left over. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, the fact that we still had bacon, I'm like, oh, I guess I can make bacon or use this for sandwiches or something. But yeah, BLT, Christmas went well. Uh, yeah, BLTs. Boop. This little girl had some fun. Uh, she didn't. It's interesting to see how much they show interest in gifts. Um, she definitely showed some interest in the gifts when they were wrapped still. <laughs> like she wanted to. She started pl- trying to play with wrapped gifts um, that were by the tree. But uh. then when it came time to actually unwrapping them. She really hadn't. She didn't want anything to do with them, but she did want to play with them. So it's a good. It's a good sign. Ow, that hurts, little girl. But yeah. So I think overall it was successful. Um, you know, I look at it this way though. My work week is short because of the holidays. 
at least this year. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it'll be it'll be weird because I only have three day week. Like to, since today is hump day and tomorrow is my la- like Thursday. Tomorrow's my last day of work for the week. So you lucky son of a bitch. I know, right? <laughs> it's it's so nice. But yeah, no, I um I think overall the kids enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed it. Um we've got big plans coming up here for New Year's as well. Uh Ooh, share. We've uh so it's it's still the annual thing that we do at my parents' house where my dad likes to cook for a group of people. Uh, I will always call that big plans because it's like we spend time over there. For, we spend probably like from five to midnight, so about seven seven to so hours um, doing things on New Year's Eve. But um, yeah, and then not to mention the kids actually get to open up some more Christmas gifts on that day uh, from my or my aunt and uncle who are coming into town um just for a brief moment they're gonna come in so they can so the kids can open their (laughs) gifts um and then those two those two are gonna basically depart from there uh which will be fun um but that's really the only way that the kids would ever get to open their gifts because my aunt's a little controlling in a sense where she she wants them to have their gifts or and be able to see them open their gifts versus like Oh, you could have just sent the gifts with my parents when they went down to Milwaukee and then come back and let them open their gifts. So it is what it is. I'm not going to argue as long as they get, you know, as long as they get to have fun and open more gifts. It's fine by me. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, the one thing I'm actually really, well, there's a few things I'm really excited about. Uh, but the one thing I was, I guess. That made me fairly giddy was I got a Snuggie. Oh, sweet. I got a flaming Hot Cheeto Snuggie. Nice. <laughs> it is awesome. It's my first Snuggie ever, and it's just like, yep, this is great. And I, I mean, I wanted it, too. So, um, they had they were selling them at Walmart, and I, my aunt-in-law got me one for, my, for Christmas. So, it's nice. I've used it already a couple times. Um, and it's just, yeah, it is. I know people probably go, why the heck would you want it? But it's like, yeah, Snuggies are great. (laughs) And now I can officially say I've been in a Snuggie. So yeah, that's, uh, you know, the kind of like Christmas and just a week in general. Um, I've exhausted myself from that week and I don't think I've recovered. Children are still sick, so it makes it difficult to recover at all. Um, which is yay joy. So isn't that right? Isn't that right, baby? But yeah, so that's kind of the week there. Um, you know, I, I'd also say that's kind of like some, maybe, uh, proud moments too, where the kids were able to enjoy whatever that was going on. So I'm, you know, fairly proud that everything went well, um, opposed to, no, not going well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and not it's enjoying Christmas. Chaos, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, no, I want to. I do want to talk more about accomplishments, though, for twenty twenty three. So, um, I think there's a lot, like you mentioned, uh, talking about like maybe the podcast itself, um, 
and other things as well. People, if you want to share, I would love to hear your thoughts. I'm sure Jared would love to hear your accomplishments or um, yeah, things you think you <laughs> have succeeded on over the year. Um, and it doesn't have to be big by any means. It could be small uh, where you felt really good about yourself uh, for doing something. Um, yeah, let us know and we'd love to get it into the show as well. So, um, without further ado, uh, let's talk about this, uh, the meats, the goodies, everything like that, uh, for 2023, I know it's all probably been a blur to a lot of people now, um, since, you know, we're looking at 2024 already here, but, um, I kind of broke mine down a little bit here based on like dad, uh, partners being like you and myself and maybe, um, just some other things too, like social life in a, in a sense, like partners and friends or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I did career as well. And then even spousal or like, uh, you know, husband, wife kind of thing or your significant other, um, just kind of creating ideas there. Right. Um, and then for me, you know, I want to start like with, with an accomplishment here for Sam and myself, you know, we're going five years strong or we've been five years strong. So, um, that happened in all that happened around August. Um, and obviously looking for more to come. Um, but we've also started taking more time. I think he was going to say take more time uh, for themselves. Uh, yes, I was. Take more time for ourselves. Um, excuse me, folks. Yeah, so I actually started doing that a little bit with Natalie. Now, uh, there was a year, and this I believe, sadly, Jesus. This was post-COVID where we, my Christmas gift to her was every month we have a date night, right? Every month. Um, and that was when we only had one child, I believe. Yeah, that was only, that was only at Eleanor. So it definitely was easier to do it uh, at, at that point in our marriage. Um, but I'm trying, actively trying to get to get more uh stuff to get uh, together as a family do more stuff as a family uh for instance christmas gift to the kids uh we plan to take a trip uh the kids have been on and on about going on an airplane and you know it's it's not that expensive i mean yeah it'll it'll gouge you if you're not careful but uh you just gotta pick the right dates to fly out and where to and all that stuff so um i really would like to try and take those uh, once a month date nights uh, to a whole new level uh, and turn it into uh, you know once a month weekend maybe if possible and it doesn't even have to be going anywhere it could just be a weekend at home just relaxing and have the kids uh, go elsewhere and you know take a take a weekend just to get shit done around the house because as you dads all know dads and moms all know um, when the kids are around and especially if they're not super independent and they're young like mine Jesus, you can't get nothing done. Like, we have so many projects around the house that, you know, we could just easily spend a month straight doing projects. But um, 
So JJ, to fill you in, I just told him uh, I spent a little bit uh, less slash more time with my wife over the past over the past year, um, kind of branching off what you did. So continue on. Go ahead. Yeah. No. So uh, it's nice when we're able to find somebody to watch our children, uh, especially if we have that's, plans. Because yeah. we went and saw uh, earlier this month. We went out and saw Beetlejuice. Right. So classic, great. Classic. It was great watching it at the PAC. Um, definitely, you know, not exactly kid appropriate either. Uh, did see some young children in the or did see some youngins in the audience. Um, but that's, you know, parents, right? Uh, yeah. They, you choose your own. You choose your what to do with your children. Um, <clears throat> I'm not harping on those people. I'm just saying we wouldn't have brought our children to the to the show at all um as we know that it can be lewd uh and whatnot so yeah no spout being able to spend some more time like that a couple more date nights here and there is always nice um even if it is just for a couple hours uh we've been working on doing that i feel like it is difficult yes when you have young ones such as this one right here who is just drinking away at her milk um it can be difficult, but you also try to make it work. Um, I think sometimes we get in the mindset that we don't want to leave her out of anything or we don't want to leave her and feel bad about it because it's almost yeah. like we want to be there for every waking moment, essentially. Um, right. Which I get it, right? You don't want to miss things either. Um and then you don't also want to be the parent that's like, I'm going to pawn them off every chance I get either. That's, you know, how I feel. I don't want to always pawn them off and be, you know, trying to find time for myself. But it is essential. It is critical. Um, yeah, sure. We may miss things, but we also know at this point of time where she should, you know, kind of like what she will be doing most most often, like where she had, is at in life. Right. Like right now, she's still trying to work on walking on her own. She's got, she's got carts or push toys, things like that, but she's not like walking. I don't think she's got the confidence yet to actually try to take those big steps without any kind of support, you know, yeah. and we're not going to push it either. It, it no. just comes when it comes. Um, so she's getting there by all means. I'm sure she's going to do it one of these days. Um, but at the same time, you know. Those are always the fun milestones for that you don't necessarily ever want to miss, but you do, yeah, uh, from time to time. So, um, espousal opportunities there. Um, even trying to do projects like you mentioned, uh, we tried to, We've tried to do some things. Uh, we do make time to play video games together still. Uh, when we're both off, or one of us gets home from work or whatnot. Now, mainly me coming home from work and. Or already having the game up and running and whatnot. That's always a nice thing. And then I just hop in with her. Um, or do whatever. We kind of are still in the same vicinity as each other. And able to do that stuff. Or play video games together. So uh, right there it is kind of like um, time together. Uh, even even with the kids around. So never, never a bad thing. Um, but yeah. That's what I've got for like kind of spousal things. Um, if you guys aren't married, you know, that's okay. Right. You don't have to, 
have a spouse uh, by any means. Um, but we know, obviously, those are different types of accomplishments than two. Um, parenting is a huge thing, right? Uh, <clears throat> what? Talk to Betty. Yeah, you're tired. Mm, are you hurting? Are you teething? You're teething. Do you need a... Do you want your milk? Okay. No? Okay. No, she yeah, doesn't. She's, she's <laughs> teething again. <laughs> she She's teething, so it's kind of... And she's got a... And she's got, like, RSV and everything right now, so it's never... Never helpful. Um, no. Poor girl. I know, baby. Yeah. This is, like, a moment that I don't... That I'll never miss. Get to cuddle with her. Hopefully, not, you know, it'll never go away. But you will She'll miss. She'll always want this. Yeah. It won't. You will never she's miss da- it. She's daddy's girl. Yeah, I'll never miss it. No. I will miss it. You're no, right. I will. I will miss it. I will miss it. When she gets older. Cold-hearted bastard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to miss well, this I when said... she gets older and doesn't want to cuddle anymore. So Right. And, and I just said that exact same same thing to myself too recently because uh, I, I do get kind of annoyed when the kids climb all over me and you know whatever but that's just I thought to myself afterwards is that wait this, this is like a one time thing they'll only want to do this for like another few years and then poof so I got you know we have to take this time with our kids you know just to be close with them because the older they get the farther away they go you know and so yeah, definitely for some perspective there, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I I will miss this, um, but I think all the time she'll always come back to daddy, like when she needs something, or she'll have me wrapped around her finger. So, like she kind of already does. But what's up? You want this? You thir- yeah, yep, yep, yep. And now you want it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know it is what it is. So, uh. So as far as like dad, you know, being a dad, accomplishing things again, proud to be a dad of a one year old now, uh, just recently turned one. So made it through a nice long one year for her. Um, but I've also been working on trying more or I feel like I've had more opportunity now to really balance um, hanging out with the children and doing things around the house or whatnot. Um with the, you know, with being able to even get out of the house again or not feeling trapped anymore. Um, yeah. And by doing this, I mean, yeah, sure. We had some snow where we we're able to go outside, build snow forts or like tunnels for the kids. Um, always we've have like a annual pass to the building for kids. I think that's ex- actually expiring here shortly so we'll probably have to renew it um but that was one thing we always did was take the kids out for a few hours take them to the building for kids let them play around there um getting the children involved in a pokemon club so we've been collecting a lot of pokemon cards recently but uh for the past few saturdays we've also taken them out um or sometimes we take all the kids other times it's just Kane. Um, but we'll go to the 
uh, a card shop and we'll go to the Pokemon club and where you can trade uh, Pokemon cards with other people or you can battle or do things as well. Nice. So um, it's, it's good. It's a good time. Uh, but kind of feeling more connected with the children again like that rather than just like, you know, dad's here. What do you want to do? You can do whatever you want and blah, blah, blah. Uh, being able to make those connections and, and not necessarily be like, I'm just a deadbeat dad essentially and do not do nothing with my kids just make sure they're okay kind of like be a glory i won't say dead be dead that's a bad example uh but like be more like a glorified babysitter just sitting around yeah. making sure they're okay or whatnot um and doing not doing anything bad <laughs> or misbehaving by any means so um that's something i feel like i've accomplished in the year 2023 here uh, is again continuing that continuing that um, sense of connection and relationship, um, not so much friendship, right? Where you, they always want to do something and you say yes or whatnot, but um, just knowing that you've got some boundaries, just you know, parental boundaries at the same time as you're still willing to do something and have fun with the kids, so. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Kind of had similar similar thing happen. Uh, I obviously have more ways to improve, but uh, it just actually happened within the past two months. So, yeah. Yeah, two months. What about what about you? What what are some things you've felt really accomplished of this year? Are we doing the whole thing or, or just separating it from the kids? Oh, I just, uh, just whatever you want to talk about. I mean, I'm just kind of going off of some of those things. So whatever you want to really talk about, it doesn't have to be, you know, off of those that I mentioned. So, you know, I'll take, I'll, I'll take your, your divide and conquer thing. Uh, so as far as, uh, be a dad things that I've done, uh, over the past year that have changed, you know, that I accomplished, uh, you know, taking that long trip to, uh, my in-laws, aunt-in-laws house uh, with just Antonio and Eleanor. Uh, that was something that I was scared shitless for because I don't have a lot of confidence in my ability to take care of my kids by myself. And, and as weird and as bad as that sounds, um, I just didn't have enough experience with it. I've always had Natalie... Or, you know, grandma and grandpa with me or whatever. Never by myself. And, of course, I still was scared because, you know, in this instance, we were out in the middle of freaking nowhere with no cell service. And if something went wrong, I, you had to drive 20 plus minutes just to get to civilization. So that was nerve wracking, but uh, it was very rewarding. Uh, I would definitely do it again, uh, maybe with some sort of satellite phone or something i don't know <laughs> or just get better reception yeah oh yeah or or make sure that wherever i'm going has as good self reception for sure for sure uh so that was a big accomplishment that i that i did uh this year for that um i we took on i took on the the challenge uh with being uh with natalie working out of the house since the kids were since 
Cora was born, Natalie had been at a you know a work from home parent, and obviously, so was I. But uh, you know, obviously, as you all know, she took a different job. Uh, you know, kind of a you know trying to find what she wants to do in the meantime, and uh, just try something different. So you know, with her trying something different, that gave me the opportunity to you know connect more with my children as well as you know take care of the house while she was at work uh which of course like i just said it was totally new for me and it, it is still kicking my ass but i can I, I can clearly say that it's done i'm doing it and i haven't had any bad things happen yet i guess i don't know kids are alive they're healthy so um that is the dad stuff. As as far as um, I want to put this into my family thing as well. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I have two cousins that are really close to my age. And growing up, we were super close with each other. You know, seeing each other once every two weeks, if not once every week, just hanging out. It's, especially in summertime when we didn't have school, we were all hanging out. And um, I made sure to reconnect with one of them. I tried to reconnect both of them, but uh, my other cousin is just way too freaking busy. And I can totally relate to that. It's just, he lives in Oshkosh, you know, which is about an hour plus away from here. And uh, it's just, it didn't work out. But anyway, I reconnected with my other cousin. And, we, you know, I took the time out of our busy, we both took time out of our busy schedules. We, you know, grilled, we talked, we hung out, we had some laughs and some and some good deep conversations about where our lives were and, and everything else. So uh, I'm really glad I was able to do it this year. And uh, in fact, at the Christmas party, we agreed to do something in spring, uh, set aside a weekend way far in advance uh, so that Austin, you know, my, other, my cousin who lives far away can't back out. So, because uh, he's too far away. So Nice. I like it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I. So before I get into myself, what about you? What... Um. You did family, wife, yeah, kids. So I guess just kind of in life, um, you know, kind of off of like a partnership or social aspect here. Uh, it's kind of you know. We're, I would say we're still going strong here with the podcast. Um, you know, definitely have some ups and downs about, uh, <laughs> just, you know, sometimes we're just not feeling the greatest, right? Um, I, I'm just still glad we're doing this, uh, doing something we're still passionate about. Um, still trying to build a community as well uh, through that. Um I'm glad that I'm actually out of the house again uh, for, you know, work-wise um, rather than being stuck behind basement walls for eight hours a day. It, it does change a person's emotional, um, I guess, emotion, you know, it just changes you. Uh, I feel I feel better about myself rather than... Uh, crappy all day every day knowing that i'm actually at home 24 basically 24 7 and if i'm not at home it's because i'm probably a shopping or taking the kids to 
like their sporting event or some sort of practice or whatnot. Um, and then that's only, you know, like an hour long, if anything. And it just, then you come back and you spend the rest of the day or a night in the house and you're like, yeah, great. I'm going to do the same stuff over and over again. It just did not, you know, doesn't work sometimes. So the fact that I'm actually starting to get somewhat of a social life back, uh, it feels good. I mean, I've got a Christmas party coming up for work here uh, in January, which is sad, but uh, yeah, story. Long, long behold, my my boss, he wanted to have the Christmas party in December, but a lot of people kind of said no because there's just too much stuff going on in December, basically. Um, so they all decided, we all came up with, I guess, an agreed upon date of uh, the 4th. So we're having a Christmas party on the 4th um, cool. and we're going axe throwing. So I'm getting, I'm, yeah, we're going to have fun. It'll be really fun because I've done it before and we'll see how well everybody else does it when they're drinking. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I don't know. As far as partners, I think social life is still a nice thing. I've done, um, let's see here, you know, getting, I guess, getting people involved in our podcast too, uh, trying to build with uh, guests and whatnot. So appreciate having guests on our show rather than just nothing at all or just us all the time. Uh, not like we're bad by any means, but it's nice to have a third perspective as well. You. I know you are one of the guests. You're like a returning guest. Yeah, yeah. A crabby, ret- a crabby returning guest tonight. But um, you know what can we say about that? Uh, she's fight. She's fighting going to bed and whatnot. So, um, no. as, as you can tell, and she's probably hurting. But yes. So, um, other than that, life. Let's see. Just trying to keep everything organized i guess hey hey rest your head yeah, that, that's one. hard keeping things organized Ugh, yeah. i don't know oh i'm sorry that was sometimes bad. i wonder <laughs> i don't <laughs> it's a it's a it's an organize of chaos yeah so as long as I know what I'm doing in a chaotic manner, it's okay. It works out in the end. So, yeah. Now, and uh, the other thing I did want to talk about as well and, and of myself is the fact that I did mention the career. Um, it, it, it's nice knowing that I went from uh, or finally took that big step of a career change. Uh, and to me right now, I'm at that point where, yes, I'm enjoying it um, and getting away from something I've been doing for so long. I know I'm still part of the customer service, which is weird as uh, I don't think you'll ever escape customer service. Once customer service, always customer service, essentially. Like, you know, I worked at McDonald's for 10 years, took me uh, time to switch. I took, you know, it took me 10 years to switch when I was working with high school people that were my age, my peers, uh, all of a sudden they hit like a certain age and they were changing jobs. It's like, great. I'm, I haven't been exactly like, I enjoyed the loyalty aspect as well. Being loyal yeah. to a company can be rewarding. Um, 
but it can also be a downfall too if you know you're if you're trying to do something that uh, doesn't have anything to do with it, but you just don't have the uh, cojones or the balls to make a move. Um, but I'm glad I made that big move here to go into a different uh, field. But at the same time, you know, customer service as like a McDonald's employee, I was doing customer service there. Sales is also still another aspect of customer service. I think everything is an umbrella of customer service or the customer service is your massive umbrella and then everything is underneath it. So um, like sales is just a form of customer service. You're providing a a service to those other customers Uh, being an assistant or in the dental world, right? I'm providing a service to these people that need braces and maintenance on their braces. So, um, that's just how you look at it. Maybe I looking at the big picture would be like, yep, customer service. You're never escaping it. Once you start working, you're just segmented in the, in the way. So, um, no, but I'm glad I made a career change because it's making me, making me happier, um, compared to what I was normally here. Uh, with just being in sales and it driving me nuts. Uh, if maybe I've also thought about this too, maybe if I was in sales still, but had more than just one item or something to sell again, it would be a lot easier or it wouldn't be as um, stat or stagnant. I wouldn't yeah. get so bored. Um, but if like I was in the dental sales, so I was selling different products which is fine it's more dynamic because people need different things in a dental world or like a dental office um so it's not like i'm selling just toothbrushes all day long or car services all day long right Um, but that you know that was the big change too so um i feel like it's a lot better in that regards uh, I've also started thinking, I'm like, hmm, maybe I further my career in dental and start maybe consider going back to school and maybe becoming a dentist. I don't know. I I don't think I could do that. I don't think I will do that. Um, there is the pot, you know, maybe I want to go to school for hygiene and become a hygienist. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, the, the one problem with becoming a hygienist, I will. I. I won't call it a problem because it's not really a problem. It's more so as an assistant, you do things or different things day in, day out. Whereas a hygienist, you're coming into your job and you're doing the same thing over and over again for eight, nine hours a day, just on different patients. So, and it, like I said, I'm not going to call it a problem because it's not a problem. It's just, you could possibly become bored of it. Um, but who knows? I mean, you still may run into different scenarios while you're doing the hygiene. So you may have some really good patients that have very good hygiene. And then you may have other patients that are very poor hygiene. And we still run right. into that I mean, even as an assistant. No two models are the same. Exactly. So... It's always nice, but yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's what I have for accomplishments. Um, and those are just kind of some of the big ones that came to my mind. 
um, at now. I mean, what are some other accomplishments that you have or uh, things you might want to talk about as an accomplishment? So let's be honest. Uh, I told JJ when we started thinking about this podcast, I really don't have a lot of accomplishments. And, you know, they're not huge, okay? I, I didn't change jobs. I didn't have a baby. Well, if I did, I mean, there'd be articles written about me, but uh, we didn't add to our family. Um, we kind of took this year to look within ourselves. And that is one of my items is that I did a deeper dive into finding who I am and shedding all of the bullshit that I went through as a child a teenager, and even a young adult, um, just to look at look at those events that took place that affected me in a negative way and, you know, uh, critiqued my behavior and likes and dislikes because of that. So because I'm a people pleaser, because I don't like to stand out in a crowd, I hide a bunch of stuff about who I what I really like just to try to fit in to have a better conversation with somebody. Like, for example, there was that, there was a year, uh, like post COVID right before COVID and a little bit after COVID where I was really into football. I hate sports. Okay. But for some odd reason, I felt necessary to drench myself in Packers gear, uh, go and want to go to Packers games and go to bars to watch the games and just so i could have something to talk about with other people at work well i i have never enjoyed watching football and frankly it i I find it kind of pointless but that's just an example of something that i try you know i tried to change about myself to fit in more uh so i i you know coming into my you know awakening and coming into unlocking jarred potential uh i i i lost who my, who i was uh for example another one another example uh in grade school uh, fifth grade i enjoyed watching scooby-doo the classic scooby-doo in the morning before school right and i saw this really cool metallic scooby-doo backpack boy did i freaking get just bullied and made fun of for that thing and uh, that was it i didn't like scooby-doo anymore because i didn't feel like i fit in so going through that kind of stuff uh really this year has you know sucked myself deeper into what i enjoy for example i got i'm just giving examples left to right tonight uh for christmas this year i got the office lego set i i'm so so excited and 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 going and building this 1100 piece thing i'd bring it to you guys a show but it's it, i don't want to break it um building it just brought back so many cool memories and the and please the writers and the creators of the of this set are so just smart and ingenious because as you build it you go through each like iconic episode and build something or have something in the set that you know gives ode to that episode. The same with I also a long time ago got the Legos Friends set, 
Central Perk. So I built Central hmm. Perk uh, over Christmas. And again, as you go through the steps and build it, you unlock thing, you know, you, you go through the bags and you find like uh, Joey's uh, man purse or satchel or whatever. And Chandler has, uh, you know, a laptop and, you know, Gunther is in it and you build the espresso machine. It's just, and it's just, and, and Ross's keyboard too. So it's just stuff like that, that I, I really, it's so cool. And then people could accuse me of being a kid again or being childish. I don't give a shit. There are people here, there are adults who are furries and adults who, who like to uh, do other I can't think of like anime or something. I don't know. There's something you're quirky adults out there. And I was fighting to be one of the, one of the guys I was destroying myself to be like one of the guys. So I could have something to talk about when I, when I got together with them. Uh, but I'm saying screw it because it feels better to do things that I like and be engrossed in the things that make me happy. So to anybody out there who thinks this is, you know, being selfish or whatever, I don't really care. Uh, and also, uh, took more credit for myself. I gave myself more credit. I, you know, there are a few, a few moments throughout the year where instead of biting my tongue, I said, Hey, I don't really agree with the way that you said these things. And the way you come across was kind of rude. And, you know, I, I don't like it. You know, can, can we, can we do something to change that? So I was really proud of myself, well, proud daddy moment, proud Jared moment, that I'm standing up for myself more as I go through these, these steps to eliminate what I was trying to be. And when you do that, you build confidence in yourself. Because when you surround yourself with things you like, you become whole again. You, you, you know, this is who I am. And you can like it or get the hell out of here because I have nothing to say to you. And again, you know, setting up boundaries. I might've talked about that in a previous episode, but um, when I have more time, uh, please tune into Unlocking Jar Potential on YouTube and uh, enjoy some of that content. Things should, uh, I guess, calm down after the New Year's. I knock on wood, I hope. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, cut, I cut news, the news channels. I cut Every single news channel I used to pay attention to out of my life, starting about, I think, May of 23. Uh, and that has been one of the greatest things I've ever done in my entire life. Um, it, I am less depressed about the world. And again, focusing on my own life instead of things I can't control. Um, and... I cut, you know, again, eating, being healthier. I haven't lost any weight. I don't think I did. Um, but I cut red meat by like 75%. I maybe have a steak every three, four months, if if that. And then same with pork. Like I've only had bacon like maybe five times this entire year. Um, cut drinking about 50%. Uh, I haven't, you know, obviously got it rid of it completely. And I probably mm, don't plan to for a few years yet. I'm not ready to fully give that up. Um, I don't know. It's just I one will of those... say this, though. You don't have to give it up. I mean, no, already, I mean, you've already reduced it. I mean, that right, that right there is means you've given up 
a good amount of it or you've reduced the amount of time you had to wanted to drink um, right because you've realized there was negative cons you know there's consequences to it um right uh and, and and also this is a learning thing too with the patterns that I notice when I do drink uh I can you know for example again another example I'm just full of them tonight really you are yeah. you are full of examples so for this Christmas you know my family we we all enjoy you know a beer or two you know whiskey you know whatever and I noticed the day after I stopped, like, like, let's say, so Christmas, I had a, a few beers and a whiskey or something. And I'm obviously bitter about going to work, but I noticed I could not, I, as hard as I tried, my inner monologue wasn't positive anymore. And I've noticed this other times where I've drank. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter what it is. It's just, Every time the day after I drink is usually full of a negative monologue, like it has been since I, you know, start since I became who I am. And it it was really alarming. And this is why, and JJ, this is why I would want to eventually cut it out so I don't have that daunting negativity when I need to stay positive. That's fair. That's definitely, you know, a fair thing. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, the, if that's a pattern you've noticed, I, you know, I'll support that, right? I will certainly support the choice of making it. I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise to not necessarily cut it out 100%, especially if you notice that negative uh, aspect um, or being so negative about your life or whatever is around you. Uh, you definitely, if you're trying, you're unlocking jarred potential right there, trying to be more positive in the long run. And if right. cutting out any type of alcohol like that is going to help, by all means, more power to you then. Um, I don't think I'll ever necessarily cut it out. It'll it'll be like once in a while. I don't go balls to the wall like in college or anything like that anymore. Gotcha. Um <laughs> never really went balls to the wall in college but you know when you no. get together and do social things like that and go to parties and you start drinking yeah that's not me anymore um i i guess i should say it was never really me to go party every weekend but when you do go to parties you know the one thing you were trying to do was get smashed or at least right. that's what was yeah, happening to some people uh, kind of a goal, right? You set a goal. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's go get hammered. Let's go get smashed and hopefully never remember. Problem with me is I never actually really blacked out. You don't want or to. Or if I did, I never wanted to. No. And right. I don't think I, I think I've gotten to points where it probably became really close. But I've always, ne I've never actually experienced it because I've always woken up and remembered what's happened from that party but i mean there are certainly exceptions where uh my bachelor party <laughs> that was fun uh definitely a good time um but you know just overall uh i give you props for wanting to cut it out because of the effects you know it has on you there are some yeah, people that just can't control what? it 
Right, right. Um, and and it actually doesn't even feel like it used to anymore when I when I do drink. It it almost is like I know what it does, I know what to expect, and I'm not looking forward to the effects tomorrow morning. So, um, last but not least, I read a lot in the beginning of the year and finished a lot more books, uh, large books, uh, you know, about ancient history, as well as um, some kind of off the wall uh, Dolores Cannon, uh, you know, her take on life after death with her, hip her hypnosis patients. Um, interesting reads. But again, I, I had more time in earlier this year in 23 to to finish those books and um i i don't think i've done that since what high school i didn't read in high school i did like the short version of reading like i skimmed the show I, so I, don't, I don't think i, I actually went to spark read notes books, books. Uh, yeah exactly spark notes. I, don't, I don't think i actually read books books like uh, i think middle school was one of the last times yeah i don't remember when i necessarily picked up a a book unless it well not even not even now because i'll go to like websites that have a, a automatic like maybe not an automatic but i'll read like manga so i yeah i guess that i guess those are books in a way but they're not like as wordy <laughs> right i i have picked up a book or so here um in the past uh, th this past year but i've never actually made it through it all yet sadly um, but it's just find finding the time or having the interest in wanting to read it, uh, and whatnot is my, my biggest thing right now is like, eh, I don't want to read. If anything, I'm reading books to my children. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'll count that as a good accomplishment where my kids want to that read counts. books. Yeah. I mean, it counts even if it's like a five minute story. Uh, it's just nice. Again, it, that's part of the connection thing too, where they want me to read to them. Um, and I've noticed that it has helped them too. Uh, this little booger right here, she actually enjoys story time as well. Uh, oh, she'll really, yeah. So like when I'm reading to her brothers, she'll sit with me we'll read the stories. Yeah. I'm not reading like complicated books or anything like that. Uh, more or less books that are her age appropriate. Um, but it's really nice. And it also helps encourage the reading behavior as well. So. Um, trying to get my boys to actually do that as well. And Nico, funnily enough, is actually one that has been picking up books, um, and trying to read them on his own, um, which is impressive because they're books that we've old? read. What? How old is he again? He's four. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, it, it is good because what it shows is, yes, it shows the initiative. Uh, and this is kind of one of those proud moments here that I, I guess I haven't shared before. Um, but it's books, even though I've read them multiple times and he knows kind of what's going on, he's still trying to mimic that, which is great because it's yes. helping with his own speech as well. Yeah. Helping him develop those words. So, you know, it's definitely a big moment, a big accomplishment, um, of what reading to my children has a showing some sort of payoff there. Um, and you know, overall, I think that's huge. Um, so, I mean, good for, good for him wanting to pick up the book and read it. 
uh, as well, knowing that it's about his bedtime, you know, around his bedtime too. So yeah. it may be him thinking, okay, well, if I start reading, dad will let me stay up a little later while I'm in bed <laughs> or whatnot. But it's like, no, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword in a good way. Um, yeah. You're, you're teaching yourself how to read a little bit by looking at the words, I guess. Um, at the same time, it's, edu- you know, it's educational. So I'm going to let you try to get through it uh, and whatnot. So, yeah, that's, you know, certainly a proud moment and an accomplishment. There's uh, that reading uh, to my children's paying off uh, or paying dividends when they're trying to do it on their own as well. So, and not actually being forced to read either. Sometimes you've got those children that you have to force them to read because it's like homework, essentially. Yeah. Whereas, you know, (laughs) Nico right now is willing to pick up his own book and try to read it on his own. Um, And then we'll see how that all turns out later on as he gets older. Um, But yeah, so those are some big accomplishments there for the year. Awesome. Even even the reading one, it's not like super big, but it's still an accomplishment. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess another thing too here that I wanted to bring up is I made it through a year of hell in a sense. Um, I know back in 2022, life was kind of hellish, but through the like through middle of September and October, uh, did make it through some hell. Uh, or like anniversaries of deaths. Um, and I noticed there was some rage building up knowing that there were death anniversaries. Um, but overall, I mean, I made it through it. So family, ma- family was able to make it through. We, li- we did lose some more people in 2023 as well. Uh, so we're all, I think we've come a long way um, from that point of time. And it's just one of those things where, we're all healing um, even though we probably don't talk about it much, but it's definitely interesting to see how people are healing and going through the change of process or not having people that we've had in our lives for many, many years. So I think it's an, it's kind of like an accomplishment knowing that we're still, we're not necessarily dragging our feet because X amount of people passed away within yeah all this time, you know, in a quick succession, I'll say. Um, but yeah. So I'm glad you guys made it through it, the anniversary. I know twenty twenty two had some hard shit for you. Yeah. Hard shit. Uh, that it certainly did, but we made it through and uh glad we're still pushing forward still moving forward so yeah, um keep moving forward keep moving forward in the words of yep. uh from the meet the robinsons right keep moving forward That's right I haven't seen that movie in a while but it's still a good movie love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is uh, great message. at first i was kind of against it um i didn't really want to watch it but then all of a sudden i started watching it more and more and i think it just kind of wears on you after you start watching it over and over again <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, keep keep moving forward. Can't stop. Once you stop moving forward, you fail essentially. Right. So, but yeah. Um, 
I don't have anything else. So you folks, I will let you go. Enjoy your wonderful New Year's. Uh, we will be back on how the third, or we'll we'll get something out for you guys before or just after the New Year here. So, um, if anything, again, if you want to let us know, uh, email us, uh, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. You'll you know where to find us. Um, interact with us however you want to. Uh, if you if you want to be a guest on the show, definitely email us so we can. Uh, get your information so we can get that uh, up and running here. Um, but guys, have a great rest of the year of 2023, and we will see you next year.